everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Talk Recorded live. And good morning on December 21st, 2015. And right before the holidays, obviously. And um, this past week... Uh, for historical purposes, we had um, a new Star Wars open, and it did um, The Force Awakens, just for the record. And it did over $250 million over the weekend. Um, and interestingly enough, um, just to make a few sales tips out of it, is that one of the things that, uh, and Bruce pointed this out to me this morning, was that they did was the official opening was Friday, midnight Friday, but they pulled in over $50 million on Thursday. And, you know, how they did that was, you know, as my, this is my perspective now, is, you know, they did special events and, like, we went to one of them. You know, companies go in, buy out a theater or, you know, and invite their employees and, you know, a couple companies that did that, et cetera, et cetera. So it's really like creating, quote, special events, right, that make you feel special. And, you know, you always can create some type of special event to make a, pers- a prospect or your current client feel special. It could be as simple as, you know what, um, I just saw this, you know, this new product came in and I want to show it to you first. I really want to show it to you first because I trust your judgment. Um, or, you know, I, I thought of you, we've talked about this before, I thought of you, or, you know, before we roll this out, you know, we're, we're getting ready to ro- you know, roll out a new technology product, can I show it to you first? And people, you know, will always, of course, it's our instinct to always want to feel special. So I want to show it to you first, or can I get your feedback, et cetera, et cetera, which brings us into, um, I've been doing a lot of reading over the last week about, you know, of course, getting ready for 2016 sales, and what are people saying, like what are the kind of the people saying about new sales techniques or anything and so forth. And what came out, one of the things that came out was that um, one of the, actually what some people call the most powerful email or any kind of call you can make is to ask someone for advice. We've talked about this before. My personal favorite tactic in sales is to ask someone's advice because usually, I mean, people can always give you great advice, but when you request advice, um, according to HubSpot, if um, using, they like to use a lot of email templates, and I'll be sending these out to you. So is that email, you know, when you email somebody and you ask them for advice, according to them, you get a 96% response rate. So, um, and, and basically it's simple as, you know, explaining what you, you know, the context, what you're asking for, and request a meeting to just listen and learn, and that's it. And I think I've shared with you before that, um, you know, at PepsiCo, you know, probably now it's like, you know, seven years ago, they completely reversed the way we always sold to everyone. And they, we actually got rated, judged, checked the box on our reviews. We were mandated to schedule meetings 
um, usually in the early part of the summer, to just listen and learn for exactly this this reason. So um, uh, it's like things like this. It's like one letter. It's like um, I'm so and so. Um, I run a. I'm you know running or this one this says organic pet food, a new company. I'm relatively new to the pet food business, and I just starting to you know learn my way around. I know you have a lot of experience in the space. By the way, that that expression in the space is a good one, and it'd be great to sit with you. It's a buzz term, but people get it. Um, it's great to sit with you and learn about the industry and the do's and don'ts. Um, please let me know if you're free, you know, for us to do coffee um, over the next few weeks to ask a few questions. So they're claiming a 96% rate, pretty good. And in addition to growing your your um, portfolio, we talked about this last week, but there you go. In the last few weeks, there's people writing about why holidays are the greatest occasion, in this case, to email um, your prospects. And it was another reason that I guess is obvious, but I didn't really think of to say, and that is that you know, it's because it's, it creates a reason that we all have something in common. And when people all together we have something in common, you really start off on a common ground. And also because it's a more festive and personal than other days. And it's just a really, really easy reason um, to reach out. Now, I know you guys are the masters by actually going to visit your clients with gifts, but I'm sure that there's a master list that you have that must be very long for clients that you're not going to actually physically go out and visit. And for those, it's just an obvious reminder, it's a perfect time to thank people for their business. Wish them a safe and happy new year. And a reminder, you'd love to get the chance to work with them in the future. As simple as that, people love it. And um, also, not to forget other um, holidays throughout the years to do the same thing. Um, Valentine's Day, not sending out romantic things, but it's okay to send something out to just let them clients know that you're special to them. Um, I know Don's really good at this, knowing their birthdays, keeping track of people's birthdays. Um, and um, well, Thanksgiving, you're great at that because the company always sends out their gratefulness card, as I like to call it, with the, all your pictures on it, which is lovely, but just reminding people about how grateful. Um, and on the 4th of July, it's an excuse to say, hey, um, wishing them a freedom from stress and worry over the long weekend. Also, if you have any international clients, to make sure you have calendars on those holidays that might be pertinent, or that if you ever sent, you know, make sure that if you do have an international client, you're not sending a, you know, American holiday wish out to them. It, it's sort of, for obvious reasons, looks like you don't kind of know what you're doing. Um, and um, also, there's, you know, I also took another look. Remember, I mean, a while ago, we did power words, and I sent out a list of really great power words to use to help you craft emails or even when you're speaking to people. And so I wanted to redo our power word list also um, because, um, you know, things change. Things really, really change. And um, so I wanted to give you, this is from uh, my friends at HubSpot are really great um, in terms of being sales experts, marketing experts, etc. And I also wanted you to keep in mind, especially as the people you call on get younger and younger and you get into millennials, 
Remember that the thing that they are often most interested in, and this is, I know, many it's been studied many times, so I'm just saying it, is themselves. You know, it's kind of like the generation where, um, you know, we take selfies, so always keeping that idea in mind. People like to take pictures of themselves over and over, so their favorite topic is themselves. So when you um, call on them, there's a few, like as HubSpot right now is talking about, like about 13 key ideas that they think is critical to prospecting. First one is um, selling, well, what I just said, it's all about them or you. So use the word you as much as possible. Um, remember, for many of us, we grew up thinking that talking about ourselves was kind of being, um, was a, like a, a bad thing and impolite. Okay, so remember, it's kind of the same thing now, not talking about us, but every single time using the word you um, and using when you're doing a sentence, if you find yourself using yourself as the subject of the sentence, change the sentence so your prospect is the subject. And what we've talked about, everyone talks about all the time, but values. Um, anymore, customers don't care about features and benefits. They only care about the value that you bring to them and getting to their objectives. Again, once again, not about us. So talking about like amazing features of your product and so forth, um, a lot of times people just don't care anymore. They want to know what kind of value the whole package, you and everything else, brings to someone's business. We talked about this word one other time, but I know the internal sales team you know, hasn't been in class, but it's the use of the word and replacing the word but. Never use the word but because it always signals to the other person that you're going to say something either negative or running counter to what they'd like to hear, right? As soon as someone says, I really like you, but, right? <laughs> you know what's coming. So always re replace the word but with the word and. And another expression you can replace it with is and yet. Um, because first of all, the word and is very inclusive and it seems to evoke the notion of agreement. So it's an example like this. Uh, oh, I see you have a budget of $50,000. Oh, but let me tell you why our system costs 100 versus, oh, I see you have a budget of $50,000, and let me tell you why our system costs 100000 So you want to still acknowledge if there's something that you want to counter, if you will, with something your clients or your prospect is saying. Um, but the first one is very dismissive. But let me tell you why we cause of the person's budget. While the second one, it acknowledges the budget and then moves on. Big difference between being acknowledged, so important, versus being dismissive. And another um, word that you might want to replace is the word do, replacing the word try, which was very interesting and similar to what Yoda said in our last class, there is no try, there's only do. Well, instituting that rule is important in your language when you're speaking on the phone or in person or when you're writing. So, so when people say, I'd like to try to fill in the blank, um, or I'd like to try to meet your needs versus what I'll do is, obviously, someone talking to you like that is, seems much more confident and trustworthy, and it boosts people's confidence in you. So do, no more try. 
Another uh, great word is the word or. So when you um, give a client one proposal, you only give them the option to take it or leave it. But if you give them two or three, um, all of a sudden you've doubled or you've tripled your odds of receiving some form of a yes. So when you're negotiating, don't just ask if they want to sign the contract. You want to ask version A or version B or possibly even a C is preferable. I know um, in my history we always, um, we would do contracts um, and big companies and suppliers like Coke, Pepsi, people, all the food, big food vendors, especially when you see them in retailers, we go in, actually it used to be, well, hopefully it will be done by now, but early part of the third, fourth quarter to get contracts with retailers. And it would say things like, you know, um, we want this much space and in return we'll give you these dollars or these marketing dollars, include, give you commercials, you know, whatever the deal is. And so um, we always would go in with the infamous, you know, uh, what am I saying? Yeah, bronze, silver, gold options, always. And, of course, increasing, you know, and you see that when you're shopping, right, or when you're trying to, especially when you buy things online, you see it a lot. If you're buying a service or something that you're going to subscribe to, you know, they're always trying to entice you with extra benefit and value to get, to, to get you to sign up for the, the best, best, best option. Um, and so it's the same thing. Keep that in mind when you're selling and you're going in and let's say someone, I hear you guys say a lot, oh, I'm preparing quotes. Oh, I'm getting quotes for people. So they may ask you for, you know, a quote on shirts, but you should never, ever just return a quote on shirts. You return, hey, you know, I thought about it. Here's what you need. Um, and I was thinking, you know, but or this might be a great option. It'll be shirts and a matching bag for the meeting or, you know, whatever the purpose is. Or I was, you know, or this might help boost their sales if you add um, – I'm thinking on the top of my head, you guys are much better than this, but add something else. Or this package. People are very used to buying in packages. Started with McDonald's, option 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. You know, they're used to that, and they're very comfortable doing it. So when you're asked to quote, you know, when you're going to that customer service rep, don't have them just quote on what they asked for. You're great at this. You're better. And remember, you're the expert, and that's what they really want from you. It's, you're not being annoying if that thought is floating through anyone's head. You're actually adding value, right? That's what people are looking for because your clients don't have time to think about stuff like this. They don't have time to think about too much, as we all know. They're getting bombarded. So it's our jobs It's specialized to think of the other things. Or, you know, it might be something technological to package with it or something consultative-wise to package with it. You know, anything like that, Always offer preferably three, but at least two options, using the word or. Um, another one, um, people don't like to be told what to do, um, especially when people give orders. Um, and so never use the words you should or, you know, like that. Reformulating the suggestion as question helps the prospect keep an open mind and also stops a conversation from going bad um, so instead of you should you could easily replace that with should we and fill in the blank with a question I can tell you I don't know if you guys can share afterwards but you know in my industry selling at retail 
big buyers. I'm, you know, I don't know if it's special or unique to, I don't know, people have been in the buying position for a long time, but I'll tell you what, you make that mistake. You should do this. You should do that. I have, I've made that mistake, and it's ugly, ugly. Um, another pointer is consensus, um, um, and that is, and this was a, according to um, a survey by the Challenger, to the Challenger Sale, which is a, a book on sales, because it said, you know, widespread support for a supplier across their team is the number one thing senior decision makers look for in making a purchase decisions, and don't we know that one, right? It reminds me of the calls um, right, right away at, um, I want to say Goodwill, those meetings that you guys have talked about, Goodwill and, so- and SoCal, you know, and especially in, in big organizations, well, it doesn't even matter. People always want to get consensus, and you know why, because they want security for themselves. It's that, you know, deep down fear that they don't, they all, blah, blah, blah. Man, I'm losing myself here. It's a deep down fear that, you know, they might make a mistake and they don't want to put themselves out there, so people always want consensus. So um, if you have backing from the entire team, I mean, you want to stress that, first of all, if you happen to know someone else or you've talked to someone else in the organization that's, a, you know, hopefully above, so, you know, but also using words that express agreement among stakeholders, words like support or consensus. It really makes a difference when you're calling on your buyer. Um, um, so even just using the words um, helps in closing. And this one we've talked about in many different ways, but it's the word imagine. And using that word uh, is really helpful. And, of course, we've talked about a thousand times how stories always stick in people's mind more readily than a straight sales messaging. So, um, and the best way to sell is not only using stories in your speech or in your writing, but also to make sure that your prospects see themselves as the protagonist in the story, hopefully the hero. So now, um, using the word imagine, like imagine when you're at that meeting and you look out on the crowd and everyone is wearing the same shirt with the same message, do it now, you know, or something like that. Um, You can actually help themselves picture living the same vision that you would have when you're um, creating a proposal for them. Um, So it's not just in your mind, it's something that you two of you share. So using the word imagine. Also, there's a family of words, and, um, and those are the words that trigger any kind of sensory um, attention from people. That is, any things that they can see, show, hear, or tackle. So think about it, and I would imagine um, this is extremely powerful for the internal sales teams. I know you have scripts, you need to stick with it, but we're just talking theoretically that you think about the words you use that actually relate to the visual, the auditory, and kinesthetic triggers. Those are always um, the words that have the most impact. And I'm going to keep going and give you some examples um, in a little bit. And didn't we just talk about it's the me generation? Using the word, their actual name, 
while you're talking to someone, refocuses people back to paying attention to you. Let's face it, you know, our attention spans, it's, you know, shiny object school for most of us. And again, most likely for the people you're calling on. So, you know, using something like, you know, just like you or, you know, you know, using their name, you know, Linda, in the middle and using it periodically. Or um, I used to like to use people as an example if I knew that there was an example I could use. Like, you know, you're at a meeting, you're presenting, you know, just like, you know, Doug said at our last meeting, you know, he just mentioned the same thing and preferably it's a senior exec. So now you're getting consensus and using names. So use their name, sprinkle it throughout your presentations. And of course, um, back to the same notion of kinesthetic and grabbing sensories, there's power words in the English language. And, you know, um, I was reviewing them um, versus power words I had we had talked about probably a year ago. And I think that they change. They change with the generations. Words change, and they evoke different emotions, and different generations relate to different kinds of words. So we're going to go through some of those. And I'm, don't worry, I'm going to send them out to you, too, so you don't have to start scribbling down. Now, here's one we've talked about a thousand times because I just like to talk about it. But I'm not going to go over the whole thing because I know I've talked about it, and that's using the word because. Please don't forget when you're presenting, talking to anyone, that um, when you use the word because, the human beings are wired to be much more open and much more agreeable. If you just ask someone to, do, to just do something, and it's the famous Harvard study from Ellen Langer that is the cutting in line in the copy machine, excuse me, I have five pages, may I use the Xerox machine versus, um, excuse me, I have five pages, may I use the Xerox machine because I'm in a rush because I'm in a rush, um, increases people letting you in line tremendously. And even when the because makes no sense, can I use the Xerox machine because I have to make some copies? Okay, that just makes no sense. It doesn't matter. You'll still have a much, much higher chance of getting in line because once people hear the word because, um, they like to hear a reason and they'll help you. Um, so, the word opportunity, um, we used to use this all the time in corporate America, so your counterparts at, um, at um, well, it's not Office Max uh, anymore, but Staples and so forth, I guarantee you they're using this one. And that is that um, whenever problems, you know, crop up as you're working along um, with a client, the word problem, you, you know, has a negative connotation, and it makes your client feel like it's an unpleasant experience. So um, instead of saying, even when um, you're answering someone and it's a positive thing and you know you can do it, never use the expression no problem. No problem. It doesn't matter. The word still exudes the notion of being difficult. Say something like, it's my pleasure. Um, things, expressions like, I totally understand the problem. Nope. Something, replace it with, I see an opportunity to make this, you know, work a lot better. I totally see the opportunity. This is awesome. Something like that. So never use the word problem. So there you go. That's just, everyone be writing. Don't worry, I'll do a recap email so you don't have to write all this stuff down. But as a quick review, um, it's always about the customer, always about them. 
They don't care about whether or not, you're, you know, what the, the fact that you're selling a pen and what the pen can do so much as the value that you and the pen bring. Replace the word but with the word and. Replace the word try with the word do. If you can, never present just one proposal. Give people choices. Uh, one, two, or three. Don't go overboard. Then people get an overload. Um, the word should. Don't use it unless it's in a phrase in a question like should we do this or should we? do you think we should you know, propose this to the whole team? But never we, you should. Bad. Always use consensus-evoking words like support or reaching consensus because the real, many, many times when you're calling on pe- people, they're thinking of whether or not while you're talking they can get consensus from their team. Using the word imagine. So not just telling stories to bring them into your world, but also using the word imagine so that your clients can see themselves as, a, as the protagonist and a part of your story. Using words, power words, that really can grab people and evoke senses, seeing, showing, hearing, kinesthetic. Using clients' names while you're talking to get their focus right back. There's nothing that jolts people back to the subject and not float away that they hear their own name. And, of course, using the word because, always giving a reason when you're doing something. And you should have a good reason anyway, let me say as a side note. You should always have a purpose you should always have a good reason that in some way, shape, or form, whatever you're offering from Specialized can help and bring value to that client. And remember, the word problem, even if it's being used in a positive sense, like no problem, don't use it. Use words like opportunity. And so instead of saying no problem, it's phrases like, it's my absolute pleasure. So um, with that, um, a lot of times so that you don't have to... Um, put your name and sign up for a zillion things and get a zillion emails from companies. I do it for you when it comes to um, tips for sales and things that you might be able to use. So um, I pulled down, um, again, I like HubSpot's work, um, HubSpot's, um, I'm sorry, um, products, and they put together 36 sales email templates uh, for different purposes, and divided up for prospecting, scheduling meetings, following up, networking, and asking for referrals. I'm going to send it out to you, but I just love that idea of that because, you know, it might be something you don't spend a lot of time on. It might be something you just, I don't know, haven't given a ton of time, uh, thought to, but think about it. I mean, it's major important. So, um, so, and actually, these email templates have actually been studied, tested, and um, are known to really be expert closers and make in and being able to reach rather decision makers. And so once again, um, I'm just going to talk a little bit about prospecting email templates, and then we could talk about others on other calls and so forth. But I am going to send you out the document. Um, so you know, every single email should always have three key areas: the reason that you're contacting. Isn't that the same as because focusing on them, right? using their name, talking about them, and a trigger event as the reason that you reached out. I saw that you, you know, opened a new office. I, particularly when I was thinking about this, I was thinking a lot about Linda's work with rehab. Um, a lot of you, and this is why it's so great to have niche industries that you're a specialist in, 
because it really gives you a lot of leeway to communicate with people, to email. You have a lot to write about because you're an expert in the field. I mean, you're all experts in the field in different things. So um, uh, a reason why you know, you're contacting them now and a call to action. That's the mistake that you often kind of see a lot, and it's very, very critical that you have a call to action. What is it that you want them to do? Call me back, schedule a meeting. Um, and so, um, and this one, I'm just going to do this one. I kind of like this one. I was thinking about, you know, Linda in the rehab industry, Bob in car sales. Um, I was thinking, um, Debbie does, a, you know, I keep thinking of you as like someone that does a lot of like the med clinics and, you know, any, any other kind of client that you have. So think about something like this, um, you know, dear or hot or high and a first name, of course. Um, because I work so much with the rehab industry, fill in the blank, I constantly follow industry news, and I noticed that you recently opened an office in Phoenix, or I noticed that you're expanding to other geographies. Congratulations. This is great. On side note, when you're reading the business journal and you want to you know, look somebody up, this template's great. Usually when that happens, um, and then you guys would know better, but like... Um, you know, marketing or whatever the business value, marketing or increasing, you know, or it might be like increasing your customers or, you know, whatever the business value you know they would want. Um, finding new patients becomes a priority. So that's why I thought you might be interested in finding out how we helped and then fill in a similar company, get going quickly in that direction uh, without any of the typical glitches. So if you'd like to learn more, let's set up a quick call and how does you know, Wednesday, January 10th look on your calendar. Be specific. Like it, huh? And then you don't have to think that much. And, you know, it's like anything else. Everybody has their own sales style. So when I send out these templates to you, you know, some of them are going to really resonate with you. Like I happen to like that one, but it may not, you know, if it feels really like not so much you, I don't know, pick the ones that resonate. Or, you know what, if you're not getting good response in your email um, communication, then I would say do the opposite. If you feel a little bit like, oh, this is kind of, I don't know, steal the template and use it. Um, and then if you know somebody, um, then it goes, hey, uh, John recommended we get in touch. And I work with, with him at his company and use the company name. Again, using more specifics. Um, and, um, and thinking, you know, this is like a mutual, and thinking about your role at, blah, 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 your company. I thought there might be a great fit for, you know, specialized at your group. Um, we've been extremely well received in the marketplace, and it might be something that we can help you with. Do you want to chat next week? Again, I would be more, spe you know, be specific with date and time. So there's a bunch of those, um, and they all have specific purposes, which I really like. Like, there's one if you have a really good idea. There's one for a couple for those. There's one like a company announcement. Uh, if you see something in the news, a, a suggestion. Um, and so it's really, it's really a nice thing. Um, if it's time to schedule meetings, um, and always if you're going to ask for a meeting or you're getting, let me try that again. If you're writing an email to schedule a meeting, always give two flexible days and times that work. And um, never just one. I think that's an obvious one, but just I'd mention on it. And um, there's some really um, great templates here about scheduling um, 
um, you know, meetings. Um, there's this one's like I'm. Here's one. See if this resonates. I'm going to be embarrassingly honest. I've really enjoyed learning more about what you do, and would love to have the opportunity to connect over coffee and to learn more about your experience with, you know, in the medical rehab, you know, or or whatever industry it is. I'm currently doing whatever, maybe it's a project or looking, you know, you could say like looking for more unique ways for, you know, rehabs to let themselves be known in the marketplace or something like that at Specialized. And I'd be, and, and I'm interested in learning more about how you, you know, blah, 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 to enhance whatever you talked about last, uh, last time. I know you'd be very busy. I thought I'd try my luck. Would you able to grab coffee for 20 minutes and then specifically at this day and time? This might not be a bad time to do that kind of thing. Um, my name is blah, blah, blah. We spoke briefly. We thought you'd be a perfect match, so I had to get in touch. Um, I also went through, um, and it might be your company's annual report, or I looked through your website, it's really a great one, and I believe our strategy aligns with your goals, and these are the reasons in list two. Um, can you get together at this day and time? So there's networking ones, follow-up ones, referral ones, and I think it's really, really good to really take a look at them. Um, and when you're talking about inbound leads, you know, it's always with the consultative approach, which is, of course, the approach that we always, always, always take at Specialized. Again, focusing on them, rather than selling. So it's a nice addendum to um, uh, getting ready also for next year and providing um, a good start. And speaking of a good start to next year, I wanted to give one more tip on prospecting. And um, it's one we've done before, but um, maybe written a little bit of a different way. And that is that there's a big difference between you know, making a sales call and preparing for one. And very often people get that confused. So it's, you know, just kind of going out there and just like you say, okay, well, I'm supposed to prospect. I'll call this person. You know how you have that on my list? I've had this person on my list. I kind of have that person. Okay. So, you know, and you're kind of hunting and pecking kind of. And then especially when you get online, you can get lost in the LinkedIn world. And, you know, next thing you know, we always talk about three hours go by and you haven't done anything. So it's the whole idea is to make sure that you prep before you pick up the phone or write an email or get on LinkedIn, whatever your plan is to, to prospect. You should already have, hearkening back to referral of a lifetime, a list of pre-qualified prospects and make your list first. Because once you have the list, then you just boom. Then you just can start easily doing 40 to 60 calls a day. And the conversations will be a lot more meaningful as opposed to, you know, making maybe 10 a day or 20 a day if you're even getting to that. My guess is that the external sales team, you know, I'm going to go out there and say in terms of prospecting calls, I'd be surprised if you made five a day. Well, I may get killed for that one. But I'm just saying. So it's the prep that is what makes it so powerful to get ready for 2016. So it is definitely now, definitely the time to be making that list of 250 so that you come out of the shoots. You should be already have that pre-qualified list and, with their, and decide on your strategy, be it email, be it calling, whatever you want to do, 
and get going. Because if you don't do it, I know three people at Specialized that are going to do it. So um, with that, let's open up the lines. Lots of tips this morning. Lots of tips. So um, let's talk to Don. I haven't called on you first in a while. Don, are you on? I think he is on PTO. Okay. Yeah, and I I didn't get to check who. Um, oh, I know who I definitely have to call on next. It has to be Aaron in in California. Are you on this morning? Because I blew you off last week. I am here. Yeah. Were there any tips in there that you found even the least bit? Uh, well, the one that I use a lot is, um, and I forget the word you you used to call it, but I call it uh, uh, confirmation when I'm presenting something to a potential client. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will always reference that I've got one, two, three, four, however many clients that are using this particular product or idea and give specifics on it so that they are they have confirmation that, oh, if I make this decision, it's a good decision because other people have made it. Right. Absolutely. So how was your week last time? Um, and did you get through all the Star Wars movies? Uh, no. We're, we, go, we, we got through about three and a half of them and uh, no, four and a half. Uh, we got a couple more and then uh, we're going to go see the movie. So I have not seen the new one. <laughs> Uh, yet. Okay, good. That's the way to do it, I think. But you had a big print, uh, print order pending last week. Did that come in? Uh, I'm hoping to get it today. We had to make some adjustments to it. He's not, unfortunately, it's not quite as large as I thought. It's only going to be about 7000 Uh if he gets all three of the things that he had, or four things that he had me uh, re-quote last week, or changes in sizes and things like that. So, uh, unfortunately, I fell victim to being holiday season and not being able to get a quote uh, in a timely manner from the from the provider. So it's hopefully today. Okay, good. He'll add to it. Don't worry. He's just oh yeah oh add. it'll it'll add to it down the road. I know that. Yeah, they'll add to the it. Initial the initial uh, sale is not quite as large as I thought. Yeah, that's okay. He'll you know that's good. So what else you got coming in today? Or pending? Um, I I had a shirt order last week. I got a big office supply order on Friday. Um, I don't expect it's going to be too busy this week. Uh, I'm I'm taking Rich at Send Delaney out to lunch today. Mm -hmm. Uh, So uh, that's basically it. Yeah, this is the week. A great prospecting week. Get online, make your lists, and start hitting all those people in the 250s. Well, thanks, Aaron. See, I didn't forget you. So, um, so let's move to Las Vegas. Craig, are you on? Craig is on PTO. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't look at the – I'm going to make some mistakes this way because um, I didn't quite see if anybody had written back saying they couldn't make it. Uh, Linda, are you on? Holiday week. I'm on, holiday. I'm on PTO. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know this is the week to take. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's been pretty dead for me. Last week was really dead for me. Yeah. But you know what? Um, I always say it's my pleasure when I talk to someone. Right. And 
I didn't know why I was saying it, but I, I know people like hearing that. But, I, I mean, I heard somebody say it a long time ago, and I just started, you know, I just kind of picked it up. And um, I think it makes people feel good, too. Absolutely it does. Absolutely it does. How was your last week? It was bad. Yeah. Really, really slow. Really yeah. slow. It's prospecting time, guys. Did I? We're, plus, plus, we're still doing. Um, I had the holiday gift, so I mean, we're out and seeing people, but you know, either they bought or, or they're waiting. Right. Yeah. Hopefully, you all get slammed right after the first. Um, and Deb, are you on? Thanks, Linda. Yes, I'm here. Hi. How are you? Were I'm you out fine. out driving around too? Right. Yes, I was handing out holiday gifts. Did you get any surprise um, orders in or anything happened last week positive? Uh, other than I got Mountain View Family Physicians back. Oh, you did? Uh, yes. You had talked about that last week uh, that you thought you were going to get them back, but they're back back. But they're back, yes. They they said that my quote was all good and that um, I will they will get our orders. So back. I yeah. was pretty happy about that, getting that client back. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Um, that would be an interesting. If you guys ever have any big clients that you lost and it could have been for just, you know, this that stuff happens, another great time of year right now to contact them and say, hey, you know, I've, I've missed your business, thought about you. It was always my pleasure to help you, wishing you the best for you. And I would send every one of them out a note, just saying. Um, well, that was the doctor's decision. So it wasn't even the office manager or... That's even better. Yeah. So, yep. That's even better. That's that's really great. Congratulations on that one, Deb. And um, is Bob on? I am. I know, Bob. I'm not gonna. I'm scared to ask you, but you know, is there anything that you want to share? I'll just ask it that way. That won't put the voodoo. Uh, not, not not really. I mean, it was a slow week until Friday, and I got a huge opportunity to work on Friday. Ooh, I'm not oh, going to ask. Gonna, it, it's going to be, uh, it could be very, very big. Wow. I'll have to get somebody else to tell me. Um, <laughs> I know. I'm I pretty, pretty, pretty close to the vet, so. I know. I'm not going to ask. All right. But I put a note down so that I'll remember to ask about it. So when you close it, will you tell us then? Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, happy holidays. Thanks, Bob. Thanks. And, same um, to you. Yeah. Cindy, are you on? I think I heard you earlier. I am here. How yeah. are you? There are rumors about you that congratulations are in order, that you closed well, a nice sale last week, yeah? Uh, yeah, seventeen hundred, almost $1,800 order. That's nice. From a gentleman that, you know, in the training that we did with uh, Jessica and Marissa, Methods in Motion, you do a call one, two, three, you know, and hopefully by call two or three you get an order. Well, this gentleman and I had been phone tagging, and we'd had like, two-second conver- two conversations in between, and he went on vacation. And when he came back, I, I called him, and he didn't really have a lot of time to listen to me, and he just told me where he went, and we talked about it. And and then um, I was out last Monday, and um, when I came back on Tuesday, there was he said, I have a small order for you. And I hadn't even gotten a call one, and then he starts going on and on, and I kept saying, these are toners. You want three of these? You want three of these? <laughs> and he kept saying, yeah. And it just went on and on and on. And uh, he was very, I spoke to him, and he was very elated how everything came in. 
and it was perfect. And he uh, he asked for even um, we did some break room, so oh. he wanted knives, forks, and spoons. And I gave him a hundred of each because he wasn't specific. And he said, "Oh, next time it'll have to be like five hundred or a thousand of each." That's great. I was like, okay, great. Yeah, he's a very, very nice uh, gentleman, and it's uh, an alarm company. Okay, so there's so much you can do. I mean, don't even ask. Oh, yeah. You'll get it all. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, yeah, I I already, you know, broached him about shirts um, and and direct mail, and I I mentioned a whole bunch of things. And eventually. And he's the the CFO, so. Oh, that's perfect. Oh, that's perfect. Mm Mm-hmm. Everything has to go through them. Oh, that's great, Cindy. That's great. Well, I I know that this week might be a little challenging, but, but um, I bet you you guys can make some contacts to at least, you know, to make maybe a phone appointment or get people in. I'd be interested to hear that. Are you finding Absolutely. that more people? That more people are what? Are at their desk? Um, you know, I'm finding that, you know, like they're going home early, like uh, Thursday and Friday last week, I guess, were Christmas parties. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were leaving early, closing early, um, and a, a lot of companies that I've spoken to are closed until the new year, after the new year's. That's 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 great too. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. Well, thanks and congratulations. Thank you, Cindy. Thank you very much. Thank hey, you. Hey, Adam, are you there? Star six. I think he's. I think he's on PTO. Oh, okay. <laughs> I should just. Put that down for everybody. Mark, are you on? Yeah. Uh, he's not here either. I have. I'm, I'm on the phone now. Oh, there you go. Hey, how was your week last week? Um, kind of rough a little bit, but you know, grinded out type thing. I guess yeah. You said a lot of people gone, or you know, like I'll call them back after the new year. Right. A lot of that. And... Yeah, but you know that has a lot of value too. You know, because you still sort of have a an appointment, if you will. And you know how people, when they get back, they're a little fuzzy at the beginning, so I get them right away. You know, your mind's kind of not quite into yeah, plus, it. Yet. Plus, new budgets are kicking off, so it's better than hearing that, like, now than in June, you know what I mean? When, exactly you know, right. Exactly right. <laughs> You'll get them. You'll absolutely get them. And I know, um, let me see, Rusty, do you have anything for the team? Um, I really do not have anything additional. All right. And... Bruce, Brad, Nathan, anybody? Uh, good morning. Uh, this is Nathan. I just wanted to, a um, couple things. I wanted to, first of all, I think this will be our, will this be our last call for the year or are we going to have a call next week? Uh, I was going to ask you after the call. Okay. Uh, uh, let me, uh, I, well, I don't know. All right. So, well, we can we can talk about that. We'll look at the calendar. But uh, if this is our last call, I just wanted to, take this opportunity. Well, I guess it doesn't matter either way. I wanted to say happy birthday to Barb. Um, That's Nathan. This weekend. Um, But uh, also, you know, I, I really like, you know, the conversation that we had this morning and I, I, I'm looking forward to getting that list of words, Barb and, and uh, phrases. I think it's really important. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's, uh, it's really interesting when you say no problem and it immediately triggers a negative assessment in the customer, even though you said no. Uh, so I, I like that. I think that's great. Um, you know, I, I also want to second what Barb said about now is a great time to do prospecting. You know, I, I've uh, reached out to a couple of contacts that I want to work with in 2016, and I essentially said, like, I'm sorry for not reaching out to you earlier, but uh, I'd like to do business in 16. So can we set up some time to get together in January after everything calms down? And I've gotten 
you know, three good appointments with, uh, you know, yep. three different companies that can do a lot of business with us. So, you know, it is slow. Uh, the phone is not ringing like it usually does because people are trying to figure out what they're doing for Christmas and buying last minute uh, stuff on Amazon. But uh, it's a great time to make outgoing calls because yep. people are sitting at their desk with not a whole lot to do. So make those calls and use this time to your advantage. If you don't want to make calls, then you should be making calls and you can also clean up your space. So, you know, kind of strategize and, and uh, do what you need to do. Um, I'm in the office. Uh, I'm out of the office rather on Wednesday and then I'm out of the office next week. But uh, if anybody needs anything from me, feel free to reach out. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Anything um, is Brad or Bruce? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, also wanted to wish you a happy birthday, Barb. It's Barb's birthday uh, upcoming. It's a big one. I won't say which one, but that's all right. There's no secret. Uh, <laughs> 39. What's 39 that? 39 and holding. 39. That's right. I uh, like- just wanted to, you know, let everybody know, um, you know, we have obviously with the holiday week, we have uh, a lot of, uh, um, you know, PTO scheduled. A lot of people are going to be off. And um, I know um, Angie uh, sent out an email to everyone. And if anybody has any issues or problems uh, getting help, uh, you know, just let us know and we'll try our best to help. And uh you know, but just keep in mind uh, things. I, I know things are going to be probably slow with clients, but uh, we have um, a number of people as the week goes on that are going to be out. And you can always check the calendar on TAG and uh, get specifics. But uh, if I can offer any help or any of the management team can offer any help, just let us know. Yep. Okay. And Bruce, do you have anything? I just want to wish everybody a happy holiday, have a a Merry Christmas, a great day with your families or whatever you're doing. And if we don't um, get together next Monday for this call, then the same thing next week. It's a bang, bang, two weeks in a row deal. And, um, um, you know, be healthy, drive carefully, don't drive if you're not uh, um, appropriate to drive. Um, And then just to remind everybody that um, uh, Wednesday is our luncheon. And um, I wish everybody a happy and healthy New Year to you and your family. Absolutely. And I also uh, I sent you guys an email, I think, last night about feedback for topics for next year. So if you can take a second sometime and fill that out or let me know. It's nothing to fill out, but I'd like to get your feedback. I'd appreciate it. So with that, um, I wish you all a happy holidays and a potentially a happy New Year if we don't talk before then. And I'll talk to you next time. Have a great week. Bye. Thanks, Barb. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Barb.